This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Countdown to the Australian Open is on. It's time to talk tennis with Smithy. Game, set, match. Experience the best of the Australian Open and the best of Melbourne with AO Travel. Visit ozopentravel.com. 9.32 here on SENZ, and if you thought the ASB Classic roster for the women's draw was already impressive with uh, world number seven Coco Goff there, Sloane Stephens and Layla Fernandez, just got even more stacked yesterday with the uh, announcement that the US Open winner uh, Emma Raducanu will also compete. It's a star-studded collection for the January tournament that's looking to make a big return after being off the tennis calendar for the last two years because of COVID. And with us now is uh, ASB Classic Tournament Director, Nicholas uh, Lamperin. Nicholas, uh, welcome to the show. Uh, it's great news that you've uh, signed uh, Emma Rodakanyu and you're putting together quite the draw card. Well done. Good morning. Yes, thanks very much. Um, I think it was very important for us to make a statement of, after being uh, off the tour for, for nearly three years, uh, just to re-engage with all of our fans and, and stakeholders and, and just to let them know that, you know, we, we're back and, and we're here for good. Well, Nicholas, uh, after two years, as you say, away, um, what were your goals uh, in, in terms of uh, getting this, this tournament back up and running and, and attracting these, these uh, young tennis stars to come here for, on their pathway towards uh, the Australian Open? Uh, how easy has it been? Well, it hasn't been easy, uh, to be perfectly transparent. Um, you know, a lot of the, the costs have gone up over the last three years. Um, you know, play, players tend to uh, forget about the, the fact that there's a tournament in New Zealand at this time of the year because it wasn't part of their schedule for the last two seasons. So we've had to do a lot of um, education and speak to many of them. Um, and also, you know, we ha- we've had to re-engage with all of our sponsors um, just to make sure we could get the, 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 the support that we need to put the, the event back together. Um, and once we got this, uh, you know, we went out really early in the market trying to contract players. Uh, so we always want to identify some marquee players. Players have a history with the tournament, uh, past champions, but also um, always keeping an eye on, on the next generation, uh, the, the big names that uh, will be here in, in the future. Of course, you're up against uh, pre-open tournaments in Australia as well. What do you use, Nicholas, as, uh, as your bargaining tools? What are, I mean, obviously money is, a, is a important to them, but what are the other things that you tend to offer to, to make this tournament so attractive? Well, I think, you know, New Zealand is a very special place. Um, the, the tournament has a, has a rich history and, and players have always been very well looked after over the years. So we, 
we have a lot of uh, positive on that on that side. Um, we, we're facing a, a mixed uh, team competition the, the, the same week in, with the United Cup in, in Australia. Um, the dates are slightly different, which means most of the players have to leave home before Christmas, and, and we know some of them don't really like to do this. Uh, but also some would rather play um, an official event uh, as, as a preparation to, to the Australian Open as opposed to play a, a mixed team competition, which is not what they normally used to. So um, every, every player has a different way of organizing their schedule. Um, so for us, it's just a matter of you know, speaking to the right ones and, and trying to convince them uh, about the, the, the quality of the tournament that we're putting together. Nicholas, it'd be interesting to know uh, your processes, how you go about this. For instance, let's just use uh, Emma Raducanu as an example of this. How long a process? How hard a process? I mean, how many calls do you have to make? How much uh, lobbying, I guess, do you have to do uh, to sign a name of that magnitude? Well, Emma was uh, was always a bit of a, a special one. Uh, of course, you know what what she what she did at the US Open last year was 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 amazing and never heard of in, in the history of the game. Um, I knew that you know this year will be a bit more challenging because you know this that was a first season uh, back on a uh, first full season on the tour. She's still very very young and 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 she would go through some challenges. So for me, the the timing of the conversation was, was always going to be key. Um, so I waited until the U.S. Open, which is you know when she had the, the most points to defend, um, as opposed to you know early July when she was still top ten in the world. Um, and then we try to build uh, a schedule for her around um, early next year, which actually makes sense uh, according to where, where she's in the ranking now. Um, so you know it, it was a combination of factors, but I, I would have to say that timing was was really key in all these discussions. How complete is the women's draw now? How much more tinkering you've got? Have you got any more surprises up your sleeve? Um, I've got two more, uh, which we'll announce uh, shortly. Not necessarily big names at the moment, but really uh, young talent and, and names that, that will be here in, in, in the future. So um, keep, keep an eye for, the, for these two girls. They'll be very special. Okay, um, and the other the, the other thing about uh, the tournament, of course, in New Zealand interest uh, from from our point of view, uh, obviously we have very few players uh, anywhere near the rankings that are required. Uh, but w- what about New Zealand interest in the tournament? Nicholas, are you able to involve anything there? Yeah, I think we we're always trying to support local talent. Uh, we know this is a, a, a major task. So this year uh, we are uh, launching two two separate initiatives in that respect. The first one is a playoff. So the best New Zealanders players will, will, will play against each other in the week before the DSB Classic. The winner will get a main draw wild card and the runner-up will get a qualities wild card. So it's a, it's a massive opportunity for these New Zealand players to, to play at the DSB Classic. At the same time, we're supporting uh, another initiative with the uh, uh, Lavi Academy and with the support of uh, Jaguar. Uh, they're running an under-14 tournament across the country, and all the winners will have a chance to play at the ASB Classic uh, on Stanley Street during the tournament, and we will even stage their, their, their final on, on Centre Court. So it will be a great experience for all these kids uh, to be able to see you know, what, what it's like to be um, playing on a the, on the, on the big stage. Has it been easy to get uh, sponsorship, corporate support after the absence of a couple of years and 
um, in terms of ticket sales, etc., you would imagine that uh, that will be pretty easy to accomplish? Um, you know, funny enough, corp- um, sponsorship has gone through the roof. Uh, we're probably 25% higher than where we used to be back in 2020. The, the support has been tremendous from you know, loyal sponsors who stick with us over the years, but also new brands who have decided to, to invest in, in the tournament. Um, in terms of ticket sales, we, we're, we're tracking well ahead of where we would normally be uh, at this time of the year. So I, I would only encourage people to get the tickets as soon as possible if they want to be part of the, of the action. Right. Okay. Let's uh, look at um, the men's side of things as well. Uh, let's not forget them. Uh, we've heard uh, the names Cameron Norrie and Casper Rood, uh, very high-profile and successful players, um, making their way to New Zealand. Um, how is the men's draw coming along? Yeah, men's draw is going to be amazing, I think. Uh, so we've secured two top ten players, the first one being Casper Rood, who's sitting at number four in the world right now. He's just qualified for the semifinals of the ATP um, finals in, in Turin in Italy. Um, we've also signed Olga Rune, who sits at number 10. Um, you know, when we signed him, he was 27. He's only 19, 19 year, uh, years old, but he had an unbelievable run at the end of the season, you know, playing uh, four finals in a row, winning two titles, and more importantly, winning his first um, Masters 1000 event in, in Paris and, and defeating Djokovic in the final. So he's one of the, the, the big names for the future, for sure. Um, and we're glad also to bring some you know, local flavour with, with Cam Norrie, who grew up in New Zealand between the age of three and, and 17. And, and so New Zealand has always, always been a special place for Cam and he's uh, delighted to come back. Coverage, uh, what about the, uh, the, the coverage, the television ex- um, exposure? How's that uh, coming along? Is that all cemented? Uh, all cemented. It will be uh, announced later on today. Officially, okay, okay. We'll we'll wait for that um, with interest. Then, uh, so pretty much, uh, Nicholas, as you sit here this morning, uh, January not that far away. We're in the middle of November now. Um, you're pretty happy that everything is is on track, yeah? Yeah, everything's tracking so well. Um, things are getting a bit hectic for for, for the team, but in uh, in, a, in a positive way. And uh, we're very much looking forward to uh, having the tournament back. And, and welcoming everybody, everyone at uh, Spanish Street from, uh, from January. Well, we look forward to it as well. And uh, I imagine New Zealanders uh, who have been starved of uh, live tennis action will be right there in their numbers. So, uh, Nicholas, congratulations on uh, the signings that you've managed to achieve. Some really big names there. Um, we look forward to uh, the tournament now uh, in earnest. Thank you so much for your time this morning. Thanks very much. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.